Nothing But The Truth with Melanie Ricks returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It should be illegal to have fun at work the way we do. All right. I got to read some things. Very excited to share with you. LabCorp Clinical Trials is becoming Fortria Clinical Trials. Their name may have changed, but they remain committed to bringing you the same great experience, professionalism, and some new opportunities under their new Fortria name. Go to FortriaClinicalTrials.com right now so you can learn more about the different studies, trials, and opportunities they have for you to help them advance medicine while you make some extra money. Also... Life is so much better with American Family Insurance because their home policies help protect your dreams and they come with a peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance, get a quote from an agent by going to AmFam.com. I'll read you my other teens on the other side. But we got some hot takes. Or, in my Rick James voice, we got some hot takes. No? It was decent, right? I tried it. I don't know. Because I felt like it was a little Rick Jamesy, the first one. So then I was like, let me just go ahead and give it a go. It didn't work, but we'll we'll see if this works. There it is. We had to let the beat build. All right, my hot take is uh, it's very simple, short, sweet to the point. But I actually, it's more of a hot question. Because I do genuinely want to know if y'all agree with me. I saw this post, and I feel like this is like an annual... I mean, shoot, this is dang near um, a monthly, bi-monthly, quarterly discussion. Whether or not kids, or I shouldn't say kids, whether or not newly graduated from high school teenagers should be able to go straight to the NBA. So, technically, there are still players who, in theory, come from high school and go to the NBA but they're either from overseas or they do a gap year. And that's intentional. Now, obviously, things have changed so much just in the last, like, what, three years since um, NCAA students were able to start making money that there are so many more students that are committing to not only going to school, but are committing to school for longer because they can make so much money before getting to the league. But obviously... I mean, I forget what year that was even made a thing. I want to say it was either 21 or 22. Regardless, pre-COVID, oh, these kids were one and done. These kids were on their Brandon Jennings where they went overseas for a year and then declared for the draft because you weren't making any money from being a collegiate athlete. And now, I mean, let's be honest, a lot of these women in college, I'm looking at you, Angel Reese. I'm looking at you, Caitlin Clark. They're making more money than their WNBA counterparts. So, of course, they're going to go to school. Shoot. They said, super senior me, baby. I'll come back for a fifth and maybe even sixth season. And I don't blame them because the money is great. But my question, my hot question, 
And I really do want to know people's opinions. Do you think that the NBA should allow kids to come, or excuse me, kids to declare the draft immediately following high school? Do you think we should go back to that? A lot of people assume that LeBron James was the last one. He was not. The last student to go straight to the NBA. I don't remember his name. I'll figure it out in a second. But it's been a minute. Dwight Howard was one of the last best students. Oh, here it is. Amir Johnson. Thank you. That was Amir. And I thanked myself for Googling it. Good job, self. You Googled that. Amir Johnson was the last high school player drafted into the NBA. And this was in 2005. Do y'all think that 17 and 18 and 19-year-olds are ready for the NBA? Do you think it's too much? Do you think that kids, and I'm going to call them kids because they are, need that year? Do you think there should be an age minimum? Because you look at a Luka Doncic, this man is like mid-20s and been professional for the last decade. Obviously, they do things differently in his country. He's literally been playing pro since he was 15, okay? This man has been an adult for 10 years already. He's 25, 26. And like I said, they do things differently over in Europe. I know that culturally, a lot of them are treated more adult sooner than they are here. But my point is, knowing what we know about the NBA... Do y'all feel like the NBA should change their draft eligibility rules to now say that kids can declare immediately following high school like they used to? Can y'all believe, by the way, that it's been almost 20 years since the last student was able to do that? Do you think that societally we are at a point where kids are ready? Because if you think about this, let's break it down for a second. The NBA is getting younger. It's getting faster. It's getting more like I almost would say it's getting smarter. And by that, I mean kids are learning so much about the league before they get to the league. And that's from YouTube. That's from social media. That's from TikTok. Obviously, it's because the kids that are going to the league now, you know, they got brothers and dads and uncles that grew up either in the league or grew up learning all of these different stories about the league. And I know that you could say the same thing about LeBron and Kobe and the other young fellas that went early. But the big difference, of course, between 1997 when Kobe, or 96, whatever year Kobe was drafted, and uh, 2003 when LeBron was drafted versus now 2024, a huge difference is, sure, Kobe and LeBron, they had stories from the 70s and 80s in the NBA, but a lot of those stories were very much covered, very much hidden, okay? We're only just now really finding out the deep, dark depths of, you know, what was going on, if you feel me. Whereas now, I feel like, and I, I I think this is me saying this because of what I've experienced as far as, like, our opponents go. So many opponents are so young, and they're just unafraid because I feel like they, they just understand the league so much better than their older counterparts did at their age. And again, that's because of social media. I know kids who are saying that they learned everything they learned about the league from YouTube. And I'm talking about... When I say kids, I'm talking about kids that are now grown men playing in the league. And it's just different. Like I said, your resources are so much greater, so much more vast. And I think that the honesty, the transparency about what really happens and what you need to prepare for it, it's just, it's there. People are so much more willing to tell you the honest truth about it. Whereas in the 80s and 90s, you weren't recording everything. You weren't documenting everything. Therefore, you didn't really know what was up. 
And I feel like now there are very few to no surprises. I mean, sure, your experience may be different than one that somebody else shares with you because everyone's experience is going to vary. But you still somewhat understand what you're getting yourself into versus the kids of the 80s and the 90s. They did not know. They did not know, nor were they very well prepared. And that's why a lot of them went broke within 10 years of retirement. So going back to my hot question, do you think the NBA should change their eligibility rules to now say that kids coming straight from high school can declare for the NBA draft? Do you want to see 17, 18, 19-year-olds? Could you imagine, let's say you got a kid who's a 17-year-old senior in high school and they are ranked number two in the country. And Adam Silver makes a declaration saying that high school seniors are now eligible to declare for the NBA draft. Do you think your high school senior would be ready? Would you want them to go to the league? Or would you want them to have, you know, that year gap of either being a collegiate athlete, playing overseas, which... I don't think there's much difference between playing overseas versus just declaring right away. In fact, I think playing overseas is a lot scarier. Imagine sending your kid to China for a year just so they can earn some money before coming back to the NBA. You know what I mean? That sounds much scarier than them going to the NBA, only because it's a different country. It's like, I'm sorry, sir, you were, I was feeding you like a year ago and now you're going to China. Let's not, you know? What do y'all think about that? 833-212-1017. We got the caller on the line. What's up, the caller? What are your thoughts? Hey, man. How's it Excellent take uh, on NBA players and their knowledge and all of that part of it. Uh, the rule, however, never had anything to do with the fact that the NBA cares whether players go broke when they're done playing because a lot of people in many endeavors that have a high end of pay at, at, at an early point in life, you wind up taking jobs that pay you less later on. And so Facts. I don't get the, the, the idea about uh, them making a whole lot of money and then making less as opposed to never making that money. I've never supported. However, the, the point I want to make is that in other sports, there are young Venus and Serena and many other tennis players are playing at 13 and 14. Major League Baseball goes to the Dominican Republic and get black people who came from the same Western African countries to be their ancestors to be slaves to play Major League Baseball at age 16 and, and, and under sometimes. It's only the NBA, which was connected with the NCAA, which has been exposed as a very corrupt organization that used players like the Fab Five, who I watched the documentary on last night, uh, where they were selling their jerseys and, and making money off of them and, and telling the general public that these sports, uh, the revenue generated supported the other sports that didn't make as much money when state schools actually get funding to support all of their sports. So now that that has been exposed, that, that is something that parents can consider. And I say, if a, I text this, if a kid can go to the Army and die for this country at 17 and 18, if they're a prodigy, which you have to be to even be considered as an NBA draft uh, prospect, you deserve to make whatever money that you can earn in this country, period. Period. Baseball, football, tennis, whatever. No, I couldn't agree more. So the caller, first off, how ironic is it that we're discussing this and you just watched that 30 for 30? That's my favorite 
30 for 30, the mm-hmm. Fab Five. Mm-hmm. That one and um, this one's really sad, but I, I'm just really obsessed with it because of the message behind it. The one about Len mm-hmm. Bias, um, without oh, bias, so yeah. good. That's so good. What if, what if he could have been drafted and, and, and his family had the money that he made for the three years prior to his death? Or maybe right. he's not in that hotel room right. if he's drafted into the NBA yep. playing for the Boston Celtics. Yep. That is such a great, great point. point. Well, and then going back yeah. to what you said, so I, I looked it up, and this was um, in 06 that they said that uh, they were changing the eligibility age from 18 to 19. And I want to know, mm-hmm. like, you know, why, what's the, in in their mind, what is the difference between 18 and 19? And I'm assuming it's primarily so that kids cannot come straight from high school. Because usually, you know, most kids graduate either at 17 or 18. But I want to know, in your opinion, like, is there a major difference between, you know, going straight from high school versus one year removed? Do you think there's much of a difference, like, from a male perspective? Well, I would say that... Uh as far as the type of people that we're talking about, if you're qualified to play NBA basketball, people can recognize it probably uh, for most of the time if you're a prodigy, someone who should be drafted in your team, it's recognized by the time you're 15 or 16. Right. Like LeBron James was on Sports Illustrated at 16. There are some players who take longer to develop, but if Josh Giddy can come and play in the NBA at 18, I don't see any reason why Marshawn Bochamp shouldn't have been able to as well. Right, right. Yeah, and that, but that's the thing. Luca was the same way. He was, I think he was mm-hmm. 18, if I'm not mistaken, when uh, his mm-hmm. rookie year, but he was also pro for like two seasons before he got here, you know? But they, they're... Exactly. But that's the issue. Like, you, to your point, overseas or in other countries, it, it, they're just viewed differently. But yeah, don't mm-hmm. even get me started and, on Josh And, and the NBA allows foreign players, like you said, and that's the bias, that's the, the most uh, discriminatory part of it, is that if you're not born in America, you can you can play at 18. And that's, to me, that's unfair to the players who are homegrown. Well, and not only that, but how ironic that you can, you know, die for your country at 18. But how dare you try yeah, to man. go pro at 18. No, I hear you. I definitely yeah, hear man. that. Well, thank you so much, the caller. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And now I'm about to go home and watch that that 30 for 30. No, he was uh, the Fab Five 30 for 30 is, I mean, to me, hands down, their best documentary they did. Without Bias, that one is also so good. The story of Len Bias, the uh, Boston Celtics draft pick from, oh gosh, 1986, something like that. He was the number two overall pick. And the night of the draft, he died in his hotel room from a cocaine overdose. And that was what really... Uh, got the conversations going about uh, cocaine use in the NBA because it was extremely prevalent in the 80s. We all know that, but such a great documentary. Really, really sad, really difficult to watch, but an important one to watch. So appreciate you bringing that up, the caller. All right, that's my hot question. Do you think that the NBA should lower their eligibility requirements back down to 18 so that kids can declare for the draft immediately following high school? I know that was a long, hot take question. Do you have one for us, Benjamin? First off, do, do you think they should lower it? Um, Honestly, I do think they should lower it. I think they should go back to the days with Kobe. I think that's how you develop a Kobe Bryant. I think that's how you ultimately, especially when it comes down to, you know, uh, having child prodigies, that's how you motivate them to actually go and pursue their, their destiny, right? Like, what would a Kobe Bryant be if he didn't already get drafted to the league at 17? So. But not everybody is a Kobe, 
No, Kobe was so know. wise beyond his years, mm-hmm. too. You know what I mean? So if they do lower it, we're not saying, yeah, let them all go. Like, yeah. no. Because I think it's... No, they still need to they still need to, be able to be able to perform. Correct. Well, know? not only that, but, like, be mentally prepared. You know what I'm saying? Very, very true. You know what very I mean? Very true. I, I agree with that. But, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in, you know... Again, like the child prodigies, right? Like the Michael Jacksons of the world, or whether it's the Serena and Venus Williams. Had it not been for their um, coaches in life, if you will, they may not have ever ever grown to be who they needed to be. All of them had parents that pushed them into it, too, let's be honest. Exactly. And it's one of these things where it's just like, I don't know, I feel like if a person already knows what their destiny is, let them go ahead and do it. Like, you know? why wait? Yeah, why wait? Like, just go ahead and do it. Just so do it. So if you have a kid who's a prodigy or something, mm-hmm. you would let them do it? I'd let them do it, yeah. I, I would still make certain that they have all the other fundamentals that they need, you know, especially you- getting on a level like that, like, you know, uh, uh, better financial advice, better financial education, making certain that they could actually be prepared for that or at least surrounding them with people that can actually help propel them in that direction. I think that's a part of the, the parents' job to do. How do you balance that, though, with them having a childhood? That's very true. I, I personally don't know because I'm not there. Um, I guess at some point you have to be willing to let go mm-hmm. and understand, like, you know, they had their childhood and right. now, you know, they're moving. You know what I mean? But it's like that weird. And maybe I'm just too sentimental about that stuff. Like, I just I think kids should be kids for as long as they can. That balance. You know what I mean? Because honestly, that's one thing they talk about, too, when it comes down to these child prodigies. Like some of them, you know, end up being really great. Some of them end up. You know, you don't even hear from them Crashing anymore. and burning. Yeah, crashing and burning. It's all because, you know, their old mental wasn't ready for the success that they were, you know, uh, embarking on. Just like a Macaulay Culkin, you know, or it's so many different, you know. Well, and with Macaulay Culkin, great example, mm-hmm. except that that was an issue of his parents fighting over his money and hey, taking his money from hey. him, you know? But but see, if had he had been an adult, he might have actually been able to mitigate that a little bit better. Like He probably wouldn't have even been an actor. Because his parents true. made that decision for him. Mm-hmm. When was the last time that man acted? I'm that, just saying. That's real. I, I'm, I saw him in a commercial. <laughs> you and know? he probably was playing Macaulay Culkin. He was. <laughs> you know? he, he was playing a growing up Home Alone character. I believe so. it. He's still making that Home Alone money. That's and I don't blame Kevin! him. Listen, he said, oh, <laughs> I love it. All right, you got a hot take, Ben. Um, you know what? Since we're running out of time, I'm uh, I don't know if I should hold it. Why don't you hold it? I, I feel like holding this. Yeah, oh, that's that's what I'm gonna do. Okay, because my hot take is very vastly different from yours. Oh, is it? Like like mine's is more so like, look, be careful where you decide to take a trip to. Be careful on where you decide to travel, because if you don't know the history of the land that you are embarking on, you never know. You might lose your family. Uh oh, we may have to talk about this on the other side. Woo! All right, y'all stay locked. (laughs) Nothing But The Truth with Melanie Ricks returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.